What Else with Corey Mann on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. One-on-one conversations with some of your favorite artists. Find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker.com. What Else with Corey Mann on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Film fans to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me, Drew Douglas. Are you excited to talk movies? No. Are you excited to talk our movie fantasy updates? No. What about Rotten Tomato scores? That I'm excited for. Well, we're going to talk about this fantasy game, though, is (laughs) absolutely obtuse. Well, for all of you joining us, thanks for tuning in, listening, and or downloading Quality Check. We typically talk about movies and specifically, most recently, the most, pretty much all of our podcasts have been dedicated to this fantasy movie draft that we have done for the beginning of 2020, in which Drew and I have a game going on from January to May, in which we are trying to guess the biggest box office successes and hopefully we don't get a bomb in that unfortunately one of us has scored a bomb for january we're going to dive into that and then we're also going to bring up the rotten tomatoes game we're bringing that back for the month of february we are going to guess what we think critics will score five films for the month of february February is kind of a bomb of a month for movies. All these all these months are just poop. Except for there's a movie coming out of San- Sundance and it's getting rave reviews, Promising Young Woman. I mean, every month has something good, but most weeks it's just garbage. Can you even call these things movies anymore? <laughs> At this point, they're just basically... Is Doolittle a movie? I, I, I guess? I feel like it's more of a big-budgeted CW movie. Jeez. Why I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, it looks a little better than that, but I don't know. I, I'm i just, I'm not going to see that. Are, do you think that you'll go and see Doolittle? And you see asked it? me that last time. No, I'm not paying to see that. I was hoping that you would change. Your you know, if, if uh, I get one of those season passes at a theater, yeah, I might, but mm. uh, I haven't done that yet. Well, let's jump into a quick update on our fantasy draft first up second weekend we have bad boys for life and the top spot that was my pick for january but rather you had kind of gifted me bad boys (laughs) if you want if you want to hear how that happened go back and listen to the full podcast in which drew and i picked the fantasy picks of ours for january through may uh, I landed with Bad Boys. It is now at 122 million, almost 123 million, which is 78 million roughly above your pick, Doolittle. God. And Doolittle has 45 mil. Oh. 45 mil. That was made on a $175 million budget. I'm curious where marketing and all that promotion comes into play. I mean, overseas, as we were talking before recording, that's doing pretty well abroad pretty well like in quotes i mean it's not like setting the world on fire yeah it's it's no avatar i mean after last week we knew january was a bust for me i didn't think it was going to be this bad 
I'm getting decimated. I think by the end of January, I'm down at least $100 million. Then whenever we roll into February with our picks, with that, which we'll get into here in a little bit, are, are you nervous? Do you, does this? No, because you're picking February, Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't think that's going to do well. Fingers crossed that I can gain at least another 70 over you on that. If I, if I can get 170 over you by the time Quiet Place 2 comes in in March, which is your pick, that will help me greatly because I think you've got a runaway hit. And that film, the closer we get, the more I think it will end up scoring about 200, which is north of what the first film did. Yeah, that's the problem, is sequels don't do as well. I think by March, though, I kind of even out. You and I even out. But we got word this week that No Time to Die, which is my April release, Mm -hmm. could possibly be three hours long. That's great for me as a Bond fanatic. It's not good, maybe, for the box office, because that limits showtimes. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that could end up, that was my blockbuster pick. I think that could end up hurting my pick. I'm kind of shopping around because the loser is going to be, again, sprayed in the face by the other person. They can fill up a super soaker with whatever they want, five ingredients. I've been shopping around for goggles. I'm just kind of setting aside some trashy clothes that I don't mind throwing away because I'm going to lose this fantasy match. I know it. I just know it. (laughs) And it all comes down to the fact that I picked Doolittle over Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. The runaway success, bad boys for life. I'm wondering if this will be tarnishing your view on these fantasy drafts from now on. I mean, I haven't seen bad boys yet because I don't want to help your cause. And I've I don't want to give help oh, my cause. Boom. <laughs> I want to give you $12 to add to that $122 million at this point. I, I do love that both times that I've seen it, uh, my girlfriend ended up getting tickets to it. And now, granted, the, the second time was because she had family from out of town in and we went to see it. I will say, first time, I thought it was okay. The second viewing was was much better, but I was also slightly distracted because there were there's some commotion going on in the theater at the like time. Like what? Just, just servers. Oh, and literally, yeah. And we were stopped. Like, there were a couple of times where, in the middle of watching it, they stopped and, and they said something about, like, um, food. And then they were asking questions. And it's one of those moments where you're just like, you know what? I'm just whatever. Move on. I you hate to be rude, but it's like yeah. in the middle of the movie, you are sidetracked, and that's how I felt with a couple of the jokes, and I missed some of that, and then I also missed some smaller, minor details that didn't really add to the bigger picture, but it did help if you're able to watch without being interrupted. And the second viewing was an uninterrupted viewing of this. So, bad boys for life. It is interesting though. I'm surprised after watching this film how well it's doing. I'm just, I don't get it. It's, well, it's, it's nostalgia. It's like with the Fast and the Furious series. People know these characters, and it's just got good word of mouth. People people want to be entertained. Just like I want to be entertained with Lethal Weapon 5, which, is, which is happening, guys. Brand new today. Mel's back. Danny Glover's back. Dick Donner's back. But it's Joe Pesci. Is Joe, Joey Pesci back? I doubt it. That's sad. I doubt it. Man, I loved him in that and those movies. How old did I say Danny Glover was? 73? 73. 
How, how what is plot Mal? are they coming up with for Lethal Weapon 5? He's not still working. He wouldn't still be uh, an officer. I would hope not. All I know is I didn't even know Lethal Weapon 5 was happening. Last night I almost started the first one, and I want to rewatch them all again. And I didn't for whatever reason. Tonight it starts. Man, Mel is 64 years old. Yeah, but he's 64. Uh, I mean, he's he looks like he's in pretty good shape. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, not bad. I mean, I'm sure he's on something. Oh. Sure, he's on a little roids. He's on the sliced alone diet. He's on the pain and gain diet, baby, which is a shot in the butt. I really, I, I agree. I enjoy the Lethal Weapon films. I'd like to see. This sounds crazy. I'd like to see Shane Black return as a screenwriter. Yeah, I'd be down for that. That'd be a lot of fun. I mean, what is Shane Black up to these days? Just working on Predator. <laughs> Which is really not helping him at all after I, that last one. All I know is it, it starts tonight. Lethal Weapon. I can't wait for you to rewatch it. And Are you going to do it, back. do you think? Yeah, I'll, uh, absolutely. I, I probably you like wait. that fourth one? I, I, that one's not very good. Here's a funny story about the fourth film. First time seeing it. I went to a drive-in theater. Ooh. Very distracted while watching it, Ooh. but it was a double feature. Ooh, yeah. And I can't remember what, but I... Like, I, were you with a woman? No, it was actually my family. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was like... So not steamy in any way. Not at all. I, I went... I think there were four of us from my family and then went with a group of family friends as well, and they had their own car and so we we had a giant truck, you know, all of us sat in the very back of it and watched Lethal Weapon 4. And it was, from what I can remember from that viewing, it was fun, but it was the experience that made it fun. And whenever I returned to the fourth film, it was okay. A little fun fact, I've never done uh, a drive through movie. It's, uh, well, drive-ins are, I would... A drive-in movie. Is it drive through movie? Drive-in. Drive-in. Yeah. A drive-through would suck because then you'd be in. You'd an only see five seconds. Yeah, but drive-ins. It, would it be sad if I went by myself? For to a drive-in? Yeah. That I. Mm, yeah, I don't. Would know. that be frowned I, upon? It, it's one of those that. What was it? Was it scary stories to tell in the dark that we saw recently? And they all jumped in a car and they were at a drive-in. I think that was it. Yeah, they're hiding in the trunk. Yeah. So, would it be sad? I wouldn't want to do it. I'll put it that way. I mean, you could, like, make out with your hand. I've just turned the lights off and then hope no one would see me going into it. Man, Lethal Weapon 5, though. I'm excited. Just today, breaking we, news. Why are we talking about this? We Because there's <laughs> no other movie news to talk about other than Lethal Weapon 5. However, we will have the Fast and Furious trailer drop uh, basically in two days or whatever. Yeah, they or, released the poster for today and... Honest to God, I thought it was fake. Oh. I'm excited for that. Man. Actually, I can't say I'm excited for that, but I'll watch it at some point. Honestly, whenever I went online after you shared the poster with me, started looking at immediate reactions, and a lot of people not too happy with it. I mean, this is the thing. They're they're very clearly saying this is a Vin Diesel joint. He's the only person on the poster. There's no rock. It's the Fast Saga. Hot take. This franchise will take a nosedive at the box office. I'm not going to say a lot. But it will go down probably, what, the two films before this? So what was that, Fast 6 or whatever? I think it would be closer to matching 
Because I think the last two films did really, really well. I don't think I've seen a Fast movie since Fast Five in theaters. I honestly have not seen a Fast and Furious movie in theaters except for, uh, was it Hobbs and Shaw? That was that? Mm. That, that. A part of me is still watching that movie. It's It was never ending. Oh, man. not I. Let's not talk about Hobbs and Shaw, but let's talk about our picks for the Rotten Tomatoes game. Ooh. Let's now shift into that. First up, we got Harley Quinn and her gang of Birds of Prey that's coming out February 7th. I, I've thought a lot about it. I know before, I think it was yesterday you said that you were thinking about going low. Are you going low? Yesterday I was thinking about going in the 30s. I still have faith that this is going to end up being enjoyable. I'm saying 68%. Oh, wow. Because that's too... I, I'm going to drop my score a little bit because of that reason. What? Yeah. Okay, what do you think? My my original score was 66, but I'm going to drop that to 58. And we're saying the, the whoever is closest up or down wins. Mm-hmm. Gets a point for that. So wait, you said 60 what? I originally thought 66, but I'm going to drop it to 58. 58? Yeah. Okay. Just to put some space between us because... I I feel like it'll be in that mid-range. I really do think that this film will get decent reviews. I'm thinking about changing my 58 and kind of prices riding you and going to like 72. Hmm. I mean, I guess you could, but it's within it's who's ever closest. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's smart. I'm going to stick with my 58 because I feel like that. You're going to lock mid, that in? Yeah. I feel like it'll be mid-60s. I, I've got a feeling about that. So 58 for me, 68 for you, right? Mm-hmm. said 68? Yeah. All right. So 10, 10 below you. And that comes out February 7th. The following week, Valentine's Day, we have two movies, Sonic the Hedgehog and Fantasy Island. And this, it's weird because we have, basically Sonic will end up being the family fair, uh, kind of in this desert of family films, for a while. I mean, we'll talk about what comes out the weekend after, but Sonic right now is tracking for a four-day weekend of 45 million, something like that. We need to point out, I have Fantasy Island for my February pick in Fantasy. You have Sonic. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing 33 for Jeez. Sonic. Jeez. Uh, I said 22. Ooh. I think this is going to be a tank fest. Oh. Well, I do think both of these will not score very well, but I think Fantasy Island's going to be the tank and mm. the tank fest for that weekend. Fantasy Island, this is from Jeff Wadlow, mm-hmm. who did 2018's Truth or Dare. That was 16% on Rotten Ooh. Tomatoes. He did Kick-Ass 2, which he wrote and directed as well, 32% among several stinkers. I'm saying 27%. <sighs> Actually, it's funny that you say that he had 16% on Truth or Dare because that's exactly what I'm going with. Ooh. 16 for Fantasy Island. It's sad because I like what they're doing with this property. And it's based on that 80s TV show that is like this cheesy, overly romantic property. And they're turning into something that's just chaotic and, and strange. We've got Michael Pena, who's basically like this matchmaker 
of this film who's sadistic and he's trying to pit people. It's basically, it looks like Lord of the Flies where they're just like trying to allow people to kill each other off. I mean, I haven't even seen a, an actual preview of this anywhere. I've seen one. And that's why the closer it gets, this is not looking good. So same weekend, just like Bad Boys and Doolittle. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't think Sonic will do well. I don't think Fantasy Island's going to do well either. I'm really hoping that Sonic is able to get 100. But here's the weird thing. I'm hearing among families and and online, there's kind of like this, this rumbling, small and subtle rumbling of people who they're, they are kind of gunning for Sonic. What do you mean they're gunning for it? Like to go excited, see it? Excited, yeah. No, no one on earth is excited for this movie. We'll see. I, I honestly think this film, my my predictions will stand about 100, but man, how great would this be if it gets 150? What's crazy is looking at these movies now, I kind of wish my fantasy pick for February would have been Call of the Wild, which is comes out the following week, the 21st. What do you think for this one? This 10%. Is for, what? This looks awful. You, you're guessing 10%? Yes. I'm saying 64 this is going to be awful. This is from the guy that wrote The Cruise, 71%. He directed and wrote How to Train Your Dragon, 99 He wrote Lilo's, Lilo and Stitch and Mulan, 86 each. This guy has a pretty good track record. He's produced several other movies that got really high ratings. I don't think this looks good, but I think if people can get past the crappy-looking CG... I don't know. This will be... This will be uh, moderately, I think this could make money. Mm. So you're saying 10%. Yeah, I think this will be buried. Poor little Harrison. Yeah, he, it sucks because I thought this could have been a lot of fun that I saw that first trailer. Do you think he was stoned on set at all? I think he was. He had to have been. Well, with with him dealing with like this weird, I wonder what they did for this dog they put like i assume they had like james gunn's brother just dressed in green running around (laughs) man this i I feel like call of the wild will get buried i do think the invisible man stands a decent chance at being a sleeper at the box office though end of the month lee wanell's the invisible man i like lee wanell a lot uh, he's great and what he did with upgrade which was from blumhouse tilt that was a a good B movie. Only made about fourteen million though. I think this That's could eighty percent, eighty seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I I think this could end up getting more along the lines of fifty fifty mil in the box office. What are you saying for? Uh, I I think my prediction seventy seven percent. I'm going fifty a flat. 50. Oh, you are doing fifty. Yeah. I think for the box office, it'll be 50 mil that it'll rake in around that. And then also, I'm going to say 50, I, just for Rotten Tomato score. Middle of the road, I think some will love it, some will hate it, and very few will be in between. So real quick, recap. Birds of Prey, 68%. You said 58. Mm-hmm. Fantasy Island, 27%. You said 16. Sonic the Hedgehog, 22%. You said 33 <laughs> The Call of the Wild. I said 64. You said 10. That's 10. a huge discrepancy. Yeah. And then The Invisible Man, 77. You said 50. Wow, I can't get over your Call of the Wild thing. Yeah. I just I, think with that guy's track record, you have to have at least 
Yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like this could be a major misfire. Well, somebody needs to ask Harrison Ford how stoned he was when he oh. made that movie. He probably doesn't remember shooting it. I think he's getting that confused with Blade Runner 2049. Oh, I need to watch that again. Yeah. But not before I watch Lethal Weapon. One through four. Are you going to watch all all of them? Yeah, absolutely. I remember sitting... My memory of Lethal Weapon 4 is I was was young when that came out. And we had... I went with my my friend and his mom and dad. And uh, we sat by ourselves in the theater. I remember somebody, a worker coming up and saying, do you have a parent or guardian here? And I had to march up the stairs and say, here they are. Because they, they thought we had snuck in. I all, I'll always remember that. That's awesome. The one the one movie that happened to me with was uh, Arnold's, uh, I don't know if it was a sleeper at the time, but it was Eraser. Do you even oh, remember yeah. that movie? Oh, yeah. With the alligators? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I bought the uh, like the book adaptation. That, I... A lot of Don't times, know anything about I that. wasn't allowed to maybe go see the R-rated movie, so I just read the book oh. and say, and then tell people I saw the movie. That's awesome. Yeah that that was uh, that was the one time, first time that I remember that happening in the theater. Like, excuse me, we know that you're not of age. I'm like, well, and I just pointed back at my mom, and she waved at them, and they were like, I can't believe you brought your son to this movie. This is pure filth. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, me and a friend, and I just remember. I think it was like in the first like 10 minutes where a guy blows his head off. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wow, thanks for taking me to this one. It was fantastic. I can't even remember how old. Like we were teenagers, but. What, for Eraser? Yeah. I really? Think. That came out like 96 around that time. Mm. I would have been in like the fifth grade. Yeah. I was thinking that I was older for that, but. And I can't remember if it was a second-run theater, but not that it makes a lot of difference. Anyways, enough of that. Join us for the next episode of Quality Check, where we talk about February pop culture. Then we'll also do our picks for the Oscars. We've got a nice little twist for you on that and what we'll do. What is that right there? What? What's that? (laughs) It's a picture of uh, actress Florence Pugh on... What looks like a voodoo doll. Yeah, it's my my little uh, goodness pew-pew. gracious. My little pew-pew. She's see, got a little heart on her yeah, too. See, that's her heart for uh, for stealing mine. Jeez, this does your uh, girlfriend know about this? This is for you, Florence. Quality Check is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com/slash. Studio DNA.